We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Clint Sterner's Football at Four. It's Friday, folks. It is Friday afternoon. Boy, the week flew by, man. But every Friday afternoon, we have John McClain, NFL Hall of Famer John McClain in the 4 o'clock hour. And every time he is on the Sports Radio 610 station, he is uh, presented by the fine folks over at Horn Solutions. John, how you doing, bud? Glenn, I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. John, I, I got I to hit this out of the gate for you, man. I, I was sitting up there last night over at that Texans uh, meet, meeting we had with the Texans and, and them kind of walking us through the, the potential changes and the process and all that job. And I was learning a lot, man, but I was sitting back here behind everybody and I couldn't help but seeing you down there in front, man. I looked down there and I'm going to tell you what, John, I thought you'd be the guy that'd sit up straight and, and make eye contact and, and do all that, man. You were slouched down and had, I mean, you were slouched so far down. You had your head resting on the back of that aud- auditorium. Uh, seat. I thought you were falling asleep a couple of times, man. What was going on down there? Well, considering you could only see the back of my head, which is almost bald, <laughs> you wouldn't know my eyes were wide open when I was checking out everything the Texans had up on their screens about possible changes to their uniforms, which couldn't be done before 2024. And I think all of us, based on what I've seen people tweeting, all of us left very excited about the possibilities, knowing that the fan base would be excited about the possibility. And hopefully, if they do those things, that uh, it'll be about the time the team's uh, competing for a division title again. John, listen, I've been a guy who slid down in a seat. Are you aware it's happening? Are you sliding down to get to a comfortable spot, or is it just kind of happening to you? Those seats that they brought in there when they redid the auditorium where the players have their big meetings are so much more comfortable than the other. And the others were bad. And so I slid down so I could put my head on the, back of the, on the back of the chair and I could see all the screens because I wasn't sitting up high with you guys. I sat down low because I wanted to talk to Hannah and Cal McNair and Greg Grissom about what's going on with the Texans. Damn it, John. See, I, I just thought you it was just happening. I didn't think you you did it deliberately. I, I, I didn't Strategically. know Strategically. Damn it. Oh, it, I mean, I, what I tell you, so I was trying to describe it earlier, John, and I, I said he he was sunk so far down in that seat that the, the on the snap back of his hat, the snaps of his hat were on the rail. You had, your, head, your head was all the way down on the back of that chair. I mean, you must have been really comfortable, Bob. I was really comfortable, and I like what I saw, I like what I heard. Yeah, I did too, man. I, I think it's really cool that they're that. I mean, all the things the Texans are doing off the field seem to be seem to be hitting the mark, man. It, and and that last night is is uh, is no different. Hey, I, we started the show today, and and I I got I just got a little bone to pick with Cal and Hannah, and I, I want to check with the NFL Hall of Famer uh, and, and make sure that I'm not out of line here. I, I'm hurt, man. I, I'm I'm hurt. We we uh, we, we after Nick Casario was on with Payne and Pendergast. Uh, I think it was Tuesday morning. We Monday, Tuesday, and I believe Wednesday, we extended an, an invite to Cal and Hannah to come on the show. And then we're driving in this morning, 
And not only do they go on Payne and Pendergast at the end of their show, but they stay through the break and they go on in the loop as well. I feel like they, that's a little shot they took at us right there. Am I, am I out of line feeling a little bit hurt about that? Clint, I'll be honest with you and Ron. You got me. Why the hell do you need them? That's great, man. <laughs> That's a really uh, that's why, good thought. And that's exactly why I love you, John. Man. But I they ain't getting off that they, they ain't getting off that damn easy. They ain't getting off that damn easy. Well, I thought, I'll I, use my influence to see about getting you guys the next one when they hire their head coach. I tell you what, I it, it was a Bush League move now. I, I, it's gonna take a little it's gonna take a little kissing up to get on these airwaves between two and six now. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, speak for yourself. Now listen, I'm just telling you, man. It's right here. I'm gonna be nice. I'm hey, nice. Hey, John. There, there's there's some more news out there, real quick, with um with with uh, C.J. Stroud. Um, C.J. Stroud has until Monday to declare for uh, the draft. Or do, do you look into that at all? If he may go back to college, back back to Ohio State, this NIL changes the game. Um, what, what do you think about him not announcing whether he's coming out or not yet? Well, it could be the drama. It could be that the Ohio State people see that story all over the country about the thirteen million dollar quarterback at Florida from California, thirteen million in NIL money offered, which is illegal. You can't offer it. You have to give it when they get there. It's a great story. I've seen. I read one on the Athletic today that was tremendous. It's about everything that can go wrong with college sports today. And if I'm C.J. Stroud, and I say, well. If I'm a top five pick, this is what I'm going to make. Do I stay? I think he's coming out. I think he's being dramatic. You know they'd love to have him back. There was a report today, I don't know who the guy was, that said Indy's going to trade up and they love Will Levis. So whoever we hear that somebody loves, it means they don't love him when it comes to quarterbacks. (laughs) It's interesting – What's the feel you get around the Texans? Because obviously they don't control the draft. And if C.J. Stroud decides to go back, then this changes the quarterback thought in this draft. Are they – like, would C.J. Stroud be a guy you think that they would scoop up if he were there at two? That's way too early that. They don't have yeah. a clue what they're going to do on that. They got three – over three months left in the scouting process. He may end up a clear number one with everybody. Could be Bryce Young is a clear number one with everybody. Everybody's trying to try to act like Will Levis is their guy. And the only person that has Will Levis as their guy is Mel Kuyper. It reminds me of Mel when he had Jimmy Clausen as his top quarterback. And Levis is going to be a first-round pick. But, man, unless his size and his arm strength and his personality and he looks good in shorts and T-shirt impresses him so much, he's not more than the third pick. Anthony Richardson from Florida, who should have stayed in school, he's an incredible athlete with a great arm and great size, but people didn't expect him to come out. He'll be a first-round pick. So the bottom line is anybody needs a quarterback needs C.J. Stroud to come out, and no matter how much he gets from Ohio State's alums to stay in school, he would get more going to the top four in the NFL. John, I, I want to I want to reiterate something I said earlier in the year. You brought his name up, Anthony Richardson. I, I I don't think there's a close second relative to the total package being built right. The 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 arm size, the arm strength, the arm talent. Um, that that's that's the from a talent perspective and a build perspective, tangibly. I I don't know I don't know that it gets any better. I know it doesn't get any better in this draft, but but you're you're talking 
big time, big time, big time tangible assets. The, the question there, to your point, is should he have gone back to school and matured another year um, and, and, and learned the game mentally and emotionally a little bit better? I think that's going to be the question for Anthony Richardson. But but I, I do like you putting him in that mix because yeah. he is he is a special, special talent. And back to he's – pro- He's hold on. He's probably thinking, okay, they're going to give this kid from California a four-star recruit, not a five-star recruit, $13 million in NIL money, which they're not. It's falling apart. Why didn't they make me that kind of offer? Yeah. They'd been a hell of a lot better off. They got a commitment in 2024 from uh, MJ Lagway from Willis, a five-star recruit. His dad went to Baylor, and I'm hoping that kid from California goes there. And maybe Lagway will decommit and commit to his daddy's alma mater a year from now. But uh, they got a lot of problems going on there. And uh, Richardson, maybe he knows all that. And somebody convinced him, go ahead and go into the NFL because he has everything you want in a prospect. You know, at this time of year, it's about size and arm strength. And then when you win, you know, arm strength is important, but it doesn't have to be great. It's about accuracy and decision making and how you perform under pressure and those quarterbacks not will levis but bryce young cj stroud anthony richardson they had some big games under pressure yeah they're gonna have to overcome will levis is gonna have to overcome some some suspect film relative to to winning ball games and and putting a team on his back but but we'll see we'll see how that unfolds that the, the college quarterback and really draft class of quarterbacks this year uh, is going to be fascinating to watch. We'll keep everybody updated on it. I'm Clint Sterner. I'm with Ron, Ron the Show Ugly. We're joined uh, by NFL Hall of Famer John McClain, who's presented by the fine folks over at Horn Solutions. John, Cal was on, as I mentioned earlier, with Payne and Pendergast and stayed out through the break and, and was on with, with In the Loop earlier today, and he was asked a couple of questions. Um, one, one question, I think, that or one answer, or really lack thereof an answer, uh, stood out a little bit. I, I, I want to gauge your level of concern. Um, Cal was asked basically, hey, you know, what do you tell candidates that come in and are concerned about the fact that you guys have hired back-to-back coaches and fired them within a year, appearing to be impatient and, and um, you know, not, you know, wishy-washy, I guess. They, they didn't word it like that. I'm just saying firing two coaches back-to-back. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at taking this gig. Um, do you guys, can you explain that? And, and, and Cal McNair, the first time he was asked, didn't have an answer ready at all. Is that something that you are concerned about, generally speaking, the fact that that, that they fired two coaches in, in two years back-to-back? Is that something they're going to have to overcome? And should Cal have had something uh, ready to, to, to answer back and explain why they did that? I'll tell you what I'm concerned about is they went on with Landry Locker before they went on with you guys. Great point. You guys might as well just quit. <laughs> Right now, walk All right, out. Uh, thanks, uh, John. It was. A- <laughs> <laughs> I think this what they tell them in Casario uh, would tell them if you go back to look at the search for David Cully, and you look at the teams, and you look at the coaching that year. Everybody but me thought David should be fired. I thought he should get a second season. Lovey takes over. It was, the defense showed a little improvement, but the offense regressed. It was awful under Pep Hamilton is the worst I've seen there. And they were worst team, at least on their record. And so a new coach, and you got to talk to the agent too. They're going to have to give a five-year contract. They're going to have to pay a whole lot of money. 
They're going to have to pay a lot of money for the coaches he wants to bring in. But the McNairs have never let money get an issue of anything. They have to explain best they can. This is why we did what we did. And uh, so, you know, I'm guessing they'll be pretty clear about it behind the scenes. People are interviewing with them. Everybody's going after the same guys, which tells you how talented they are. The guy that I like the best, and I don't know Jack about it, other than D'Amico Ryans, but I don't think they're going to hire a defensive coach. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of Philadelphia, who calls plays, who was the coordinator at uh, Chargers before he went there, he has the most balanced offense in the NFL, has done a tremendous job with Jalen Hurts, who can run. And, you know, he's not he's bigger than Bryce Young, but he still doesn't have prototype size. He's going to get multiple offers. I wouldn't mind seeing him and – wouldn't mind seeing Mike Kafka, who was with Andy Reid in Philly as a player, and then, of course, in Kansas City. And uh, they were really enthusiastic about Ben Johnson, who's been a coordinator one year. But I think they're going young. I've heard Sean Payton wants $20 million a year. And the Saints, I don't think for a minute, would settle for one number one pick. When you think about Gruden got two ones, two twos, and $8 million for the Raiders, nobody's going to get that now. But I think it's going to be very costly in draft choices with the Saints to get Peyton. And I think Peyton probably wants to go. You know he wants to go where he gets total control. But he wants to go where they got a great quarterback situation for him. John, uh, why do you – because you said that in there. Why do you think they won't hire a defensive coach? I just think if you – most of the time, if you go from a – defensive coordinator who's a butt kicker you go to an offensive coordinator who's not if you got an offensive coordinator who's one way you switch to the other now they went from bill o'brien an offensive coach to david cully that was two in a row but david of course had never been a coordinator and so i just don't see them doing that as much as i want them to hire D'Amico Ryans, who is, who is 38 years old and has two years as a coordinator and has the best defense in the NFL, he's going to get multiple interviews. And maybe he'll blow them away, and uh, and it'll be a match made in heaven. My match made in heaven would be Ryans as the head coach and Bryce Young as the quarterback. Mm. Wide 80. Wide 80. John, let's talk about these games this weekend real quick, man, before we get you up out of here. We got Saturday, we got Seahawks and 49ers and the Chargers and the Jaguars. What's, what stands out to you in them two ball games? Clint and Ron, I wrote a column for Gallery Sports today that's posted that making all my picks and why. And uh, I'm taking Justin Herbert over Trevor Lawrence because I watched Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars offense struggle big time to beat the Titans and Josh Dobbs. And now they're playing a team. Austin Eckler's got 18 touchdowns, and that's not even playing a full season. Yes, Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen's healthy. I just think the Chargers are a better team, and that was my underdog pick to start the season. And what was the other one you asked me about? I'm sorry. Seahawks in the 49ers, first game on Saturday. Yeah, nobody's going to pick the Seahawks. Geno Smith, he was my comeback player of the year. But the 49ers defense, they won 10 in a row. Brock Purdy's got a 107.3 rating they've done a great job with him they can run the ball and their defense is fantastic led by guys should be defense player of the year joey bosa how about that spread though john san francisco i'm looking at esp and just the app they're they're minus nine in that game is, is that a big number it's a big number and i think i took it i think they were by like seven that i picked them and monday night 
I can't wait. There's so much intrigue there if the Cowboys lose, if Dak Prescott stinks it up, if uh, Will Jerry Jones fire Mike McCarthy and go after his good buddy, Sean Payton. I picked the Cowboys to win that game. They forced the most turnovers, second most sacks. They got defensive talent. They got running game talent. And Tampa's got one player, Tom Brady, no running game. And Mike Evans has been playing great. And uh, put Diggs on, Evan, on Evans and – Let's watch. Let's have a great final game to the Super Wild Card Weekend. As our uh, senior writer here at SportsRadio610.com, and as you mentioned, Gallery Sports, what else you got uh, for the people to read through? I've got a column up about the Texans on SportsRadio610.com, and I'm going to send Brandon Scott another one tomorrow about the interviews, and and uh, that'll hold up till early next week. And and I can't wait for this round of games. These next two rounds are my favorite. John, real quick before we get you out, one word, you're, you're a wordsmith, one word to describe the interview process so far this year compared to the previous two. Uh, outstanding. There you go. There you go from the Hall of Famer. Appreciate you joining us. As uh, We'll talk to you next week. Last year and the year before, I think I might put that word I use a lot. starts with a P. Thank you very much, oh, guys. Nice. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> All right, that's John McClain presented by Horn Solutions. Uh, John, about that. He's pathetic. Pathetic, huh? I was thinking something else. I hear you. All right, coming up, other news here about the Astros as they keep uh, keep rolling through as uh, as we get closer and closer to the pitchers and catchers report. All of that coming up next on The Drive. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Arbitration day in the major leagues as uh, the bullpen. Uh, they bring back some guys as uh, old resting, uh, old resting face over there, Phil Maton. He is uh, he is back with the crew as well as uh, Ryan Stanick. Wonder if uh, if he'll get used this year. Oh, Phil does have one of them, don't he? Oh yeah, Phil. That's what that's Phil. Phil is a guy who looks about ten years younger than he actually is, but also has, has a resting bee face. Uh, so uh, yeah, those uh, those guys avoid arbitration. Phil Maton, Ryan Ryan Stanick as well. Uh, so the Astros got some things going today. Um, Clint, I think it's uh, I think it's time we we need to uh, take care of the elephant in the room. What is that, Tyler? Just come to the mic. Listen, folks, Tyler. Uh, Tyler's what's, what's Tyler, going on? Tyler's been been trying, man, and I give him I give him all the credit. But Tyler's a bit perturbed. I believe Tyler feels like he's been mis- misrepresented today. Oh, just it. ever so slightly. I believe <laughs> I believe Tyler would shout out to Payne and Pendergast in uh, in the loop. Yeah, both previous shows. Um, Wait, what I miss? Apparently, uh, I was just really misleading last night, dude. Yeah, you haven't yeah, heard about this? Yeah, he's you heard it. You haven't heard it. He's ticked off. He's been talking about it nonstop. Uh, Tyler far, fired off uh, a text today saying, you know, he, he wasn't happy, wasn't feeling it. Uh, he was misrepresented, and then apparently misrepresented as well by the morning show. And I just feel like they came out here and they spoke about you. And I, I think you should give a rebuttal. And I would like to help the audience understand uh, after last night's beautiful event that you all uh, went to last night, uh, you had a tweet about the event. And um, I, I think people have disagreed with uh, with uh, with your tweet, and you don't like how it's been portrayed. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's like a very definitive a definitive definition, if you will. Here's the tweet. Of a sneak peek. Here's I never knew that. Here's the tweet, right? You guys, you guys saw uh, whatever you saw last night. This is what. Uh, this is fo- This is what you tweeted following the the event last night. This is what Tyler tweeted that I had approved by a member of the Texan staff. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, he's okay. want to go ahead and add that in. He's there. pulling and, the and curtain back, oh, isn't he? Uh, the carpet, All the carpet, yeah. everything. Yeah. Just got a sneak peek at some of the changes coming to the Houston Texans uniform. H-Town, you're going to love what you see. Fire emoji. Not one, but two. Gosh, so misleading, man. That was the tweet. And, sneak um, peek? You can't say sneak peek. Are you kidding? Like, listen, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be pull it, pull it all back. Tyler is ranging between a 7 and a 9 on this. Oh, and some changes there, show. That actually means I saw the final product of the Houston Texans jerseys, I guess. that That's what that means. You've been stewing a bit. He's been stewing. He's been between I just, a seven and a nine. Well, I haven't heard any uh, of what our guys Sean and Seth said this morning, he so I don't want to speak to that. He but, just recently found out about them. But I did hear hear Mr. Locker, Landry Locker. Just get it out, man. Your, your rebuttal. And uh, 
defend yourself. I just I just think it's it's odd. I never knew how uh, definitive the phrase uh, sneak peek is. So There's you, a real problem with some. So you don't believe it was misleading? No. No. I said I got to see some of the changes that could be coming to the Houston Texans uniform. But uh, I guess to some saying sneak peek coupled with my opinion that what I saw I really liked, which Clint, you can verify. I was next to you. I was pretty excited oh, to see you, it. Oh, you were downright giddy. But uh, I don't know, man. I guess uh, well, I, I guess we, I guess I was misleading. Is the narrative I've heard? I think we've got to look at something, Clint, because I I, I shows up to no good. I was asked earlier on the crossover if I felt like it was misleading, and I I did. Now I wonder if anyone else is thinking this, Clint. It feels like Tyler thought something might have been up with it what because you mean, because he he went and got. You know, confirmation like, mm, is this dicey or not? Let me go talk to somebody on the staff to make sure this is all right. Well, we all knew because going in how secretive everything is. They, they, to be fair, to is be, that, so that's the reason they, why they, they brought it up and they told us, oh, they we said. want you to talk about it, but be careful, avoid these certain things. So I wanted to be safe and I went and asked. Because I felt like you thought it was potentially dicey by asking. I didn't want to do something that was going to upset our local football team. Didn't. Didn't want to upset the Houston Texans. Well, I think you, you, I think you. After mean, they did yeah. such a great thing for you us, wanted you wanted know? to respect their wishes. Absolutely, it was a great event they put on. Really liked what I saw. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. My bad. My bad. Uh, uh, it looked good. There wasn't a sneak peek. We just got a got to see a little presentation. Leave it at that. <laughs> no sneak peek. No sneak peek. You would have taken it out. Seriously. I'll reevaluate if I liked what I saw, I guess, too, you know. He's at a nine. I mean, he was oh, he's, at a nine. He's, I, mean, he's sitting on about, I mean, he's sitting on about six and a half, seven hours worth of stewing over this. It's, yeah, well, it's also, just stewing. would like he's to, hot. He's I, hot. And I, I appreciate you show bringing it up because it's nice to be able to defend you, yourself, you, to you know, when someone's yourself. talking about you. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's nice to be able to defend yourself. No. All right, man. So you don't feel you don't feel they didn't make you, they didn't get in your head and make you feel bad. No, you, I was misleading, you, dude. I gotta learn. Go, I you, gotta learn from this. If you go to the right people and they say it's all right, it's all right. You yeah. Good it. No, I'll you. learn from it though. I'll get better. Uh, I, there might not be any more sneak peeks in my future, but I'll get better. Don't you quit? Don't you quit sneak peeking another damn tweet? But seriously, <laughs> in all seriousness, shout out to the Texans. Last night was awesome. Great event. Really cool to to see some of what they had going on. I, you know, I, I didn't make it, so I I I wasn't bombarded with the or, or not bombarded, but I wasn't there with the the, uh, the the to understand how secretive they were or the guidelines they put forth. Uh, missed it, man. I'm, I I hate hate missing an event. You know where I know it's going to be free food and drink. Well, there's, there's a lot. I see where you're going there. there there's, I, do, I do. I hate when you know, you know me, man. Well, I'm since we're going there, I'm, I'm, I hate, I, I, I hate not getting free look, food drinks. I, I appreciate transparency. I enjoyed, I enjoyed getting to, getting to, to learn about the process. What I thought was really fascinating was the process that the NFL actually forces teams to go through. Um, what can and what can't be changed? How long it takes? Three, four years sometimes. Um, but I'm be honest. I wasn't real impressed with the pizza. Oh, it was pizza. It was pizza. I'm 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 just going I'm just going to be I'm, <laughs> it I'm was just, pizza. Oh. I'm just going to be completely honest. And uh, it was not good pizza. I didn't have any, but I I approved this you're, message from you're, Clinton. You so you didn't eat dinner either, huh? I did you when I got I, Can I can I just tell you like how I feel about pizza? Yeah. 
I think we're in the same boat. Like, like, let me let me ask you guys this question. Let me ask you this show. Let's say, let's say you got people coming to the house tonight at seven o'clock. You and Courtney may have had a little miscommunication on the food or something. You know what I mean? Like it ain't whatever it was ain't gonna be ready. And it's 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 six fifteen. You're on the way home, and you got folks getting there at seven. What's the quickest, easiest? Hey, get it here. Depending on who it is, man. Pizza or Popeyes. Pizza, Popeyes. I mean, invite me. <laughs> but pizza. I mean, it, 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 that's the easy one. You know. You can I mean, I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate the gesture and everything. But it's like pizza. Uh, to me, pizza is always like that's the laziest. That's the easiest, cho- easiest, easiest one laziest choice of of food that you can have at an event. Because you can get it in bulk. Get it. Get it. And, and just, but it's not. It's just. It's just the. Hey, what are y'all doing tonight? Oh, we got a bunch of folks coming over here. Oh, hell, man, I don't, don't want to mess with me. Just go, just order a bunch of pizzas, man. Throw I throw right. it on it. I put ten on it. Hey, man, the kids are coming, man. We get enough pizza for the kids too, man. Just feed these kids, keep these kids busy. You know what I mean? Especially, when, especially when money is not money is a no issue. We do it, ain't no issue whatsoever. No pizza with what, to, uh, let me, tomato let me, slice on let me, it. <laughs> Oh, they had margarita pizza. No, I may have been. I don't know what me, it was, me, but it, it, I ain't never seen a margarita so it was, look like it, that. It, it was pizza, because in my mind, I felt like, well, I missed a solid meal. What What was your expectations? Like, what did you think you were going to be walking into to eat? Well, I, I really, I really. Because in your mind, I know maybe this is just a fat in me, but in my mind, I've, I've, I've kind of cooked up in my head what we had. Well, I mean, the last event we went to with the Texans, I mean, it was it was open bar and, oh, and like hors d'oeuvres. Now, I mean, it was fantastic. it was yeah, it was really 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 good stuff. It was so I was I was expecting either nothing, hey, show up, sit down, and watch a little something, or them to have a nice little hot spread laid out. Mm. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, pizza's just kind of the because that probably caught you off guard. Oh, pizza. Yeah. So so the, so I had to sit like, had you walked in there? Oh, nachos. Interesting. Yeah, I just I, my, I just sat down and ate me a couple slices of pizza and then went home and had to run for 30 minutes to get it off. <laughs> and Tyler just passed on it, he said. Yeah. Tyler didn't eat yesterday. It's clear. Well, it didn't help. I dropped half of And I definitely did not get any kind of sneak pants. peek. What are you talking about? Tyler, man, he is on fire about this. He oh, he's been so angry. He is so angry about this. So angry. All right, uh, the McNairs, they were on earlier today on the station – on uh on the morning show, Payne and Pendergast, as well as in the loop, and they answered a question that I think a lot of people would love to hear their thoughts on. What are the misconceptions that people have about the McNairs? What are the misconceptions? Wait till you hear what they had to say coming up next. Sports Radio six ten presents the Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, uh, once again, if you missed um. You missed uh, Kyle and Hannah McNair. They were on earlier. You can use the Odyssey app and check it out. They were on 945, the final segment of Payne and Pendergast. And then very easily, you can go to In the Loop. And listen, they were on the very first segment within the loop as they stayed over. Uh, hit uh, hit the first two shows uh, today. So if you missed that, you don't. You want to miss it? They had, they had some good nuggets. Uh, they had some good nuggets today, and Clint, uh, this one, this one was interesting. Um, and and Landry, I believe, asked the question to to uh, to Cal and Hannah of the misconceptions um, that people may have on them or the Texans. The misconceptions 
Because there's a lot of things that people feel about the Texans. This was the answer uh, from the McNairs. Oh, man, there's a couple that um, really just stick out. One is that Cal is just quiet and doesn't know what's going on. I would um, say that, no, he's actually very thoughtful and he's constantly thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, he's very thoughtful about it. And so he's... He's already thought 10 steps ahead than when I'm, like, spouting something off, and then he'll just be quiet, and then next thing I know, I'm like, man, how did you already know that, you know? So he's just very thoughtful in that way. Um, he always allows people to do their job. He hires the right people to do their job. But, um, you know, he also sits and listens to their process, and then will make the decision that he thinks is best. So um, I, I just think that that's a big misconception. The other one, and this may be a little bit sensitive, but – we're not a racist organization, oh. and I'm just putting that out there. I mean, we're just we're just not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say that from the start of this organization, Cal's dad was very intentional with the uh, fellow owners he brought in, and you could see a very diverse group there. And back when it was mm-hmm. you know, not popular, yeah. Um, so I would say that, you know he has Asian, Hispanic, African American, a woman, Egyptian. I mean, he's he really intentionally went and got everyone, and so. That's been in the DNA since this organization has started. And um, that always just really hurts. Um, Grinds your gears. Yeah, it does. It hurts the whole organization because we all know internally. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a lot there, and I know there's one piece that jumps out. But I, I think, Clint, though, even from the start of what she said there, uh, misconceptions about the McNairs uh, and the Texans, that I think a, a, another one is Cal McNair just sits home and just plays video games. And right, he's right, not, right. He's yeah. not involved in a yeah. lot of things. Hannah put it out there, and I mean, speaking for him, but put it out there of like, no, he's very thoughtful. He's very involved. And the way she painted the picture, Clint, is uh, as if that Cal McNair is the buck. He is he is an alpha, the way she, she made it. She said he'll listen to things, but. He makes his his own decisions. Yeah, look, I, I think I think there is there there are some some uh, probably mischaracterizations of 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 Cal. I mean, I I, I think I think Cal. I've, I've talked to Cal several times. Talked to him again last night at length. Um, Cal's. Uh, I, I think he's. I think here's the deal. I, I'm telling anybody how to think. I think he's a lot more um, involved. I think he's a lot sharper. Uh, than than maybe the general public sees when he reads a statement. Um, he's clearly not comfortable in, in, in as as most in that environment, um, and and I think that that sends a certain vibe to the fan base. And when you're dysfunctional and when you're losing ball games, um, it's going to be tough sledding. But but I do think behind closed doors that that Cal is a much different person than I think the public sees, um, and the public voices more importantly. On the regular, I, I I do believe that one hundred percent. But when you don't, when you don't do things like what Cal and Hannah did this morning, like when you don't put yourself in position to to be heard and to be ultimately genuinely felt, like the the real Cal McNair, relax, take a breath, let's break bread. I, I thought Landry Locker and John Lopez earlier the segment where John. Landry gives John hell every time he brings up that damn sauce, that OG sauce. But John, you know, went back and forth with Cal about smoking meats and cooking and all this kind of jive. And it, you can tell Cal just takes a deep breath and and breaks bread. And 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 when you 
when every time the fan base hears you, it's uptight, it's stuffy, it's a statement, it's reading, and your organization isn't winning and you're dysfunctional, then of course you're going to get made fun of. You're going to get, you know, every every negative aspect that that uh, of you personally and and of your statement is going to get absolutely drug. And so, as I've always said, I'm never a fan of stick your head in the sand. Uh, and, and and I I think I think this that is a big part of why Cal McNair and the a lot of the hate for lack of better terms is is spewed at Cal McNair. It, it, just in my opinion, I, I just like I think this morning it was, it, there were some rough patches. Oh boy, there were there were some rough patches, some rough patches. But who gives a damn? You circle back next time you're on sooner rather than later. You 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 clean it up or. You, you keep it moving. I mean, it's it's the problem is is that it's so uptight when you do speak, and it's all anybody ever hears. It's just like golly. So I understand what Hannah's saying. I do believe that it's 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 inaccurate in terms of what most folks think of of Cal. But but I think it's I understand how they got there and why they're there. I think it's I think there's been as you said, understand. There's a fairness to feeling that way. But I think what we've started to see of late is, like, the actions, the actions of what has happened also match that. Like, here lately, the actions are, he's made some big boy decisions. Jack Easterby, on your way. That's a big boy decision that he finally made to have him move on, to fire him yep. right right then, when we understood that, that relationship. So now it's clear, not just fire Lovey Smith, but it's clear, like, he's put Nick Casari on notice. Like these are big. These are actions that are starting to match of this is, this is my show. Right. I'm being more involved. So when you see the actions, I think that's better. You would just hope that these actions continue because his actions have matched the the thought process of he is in charge. He is taking more of a controlled role in the in, into things. So I, I I think the actions of what he's doing also will help will help that situation. As I see here on the text line, I've seen people. The uh, we're not a racist organization jumping out part, and I, listen, I'll step in, and I and I will say this always: um, I am not someone who speaks for all black folks. I'm not. Hell, and this ain't even just thoughts from just all black folks. But here, here, here is my thing: I, I don't. Uh, there's no reason at all that I've ever felt like the the the, the Texans organization is racist, all right? I would say from many people around the league, around the country that I've talked to who've asked me questions about the the, the Texans and, and, and many conversations I think a lot of people of color have had about this situation that I think they've got to really take a look at is, well, the precedent that you've set is if you're a coach like David Cully and, and Lovey Smith and you're not performing in your job, even if it is just in a year, we look at you like, okay, you got to go. And I'll be dead honest. I've said it right here. If I sit here and look at David Cully, didn't take a long time. Of watch what he did. He is not the answer at all. And you had to move on. Watch Lovey Smith. Watch what he did. Some of the decisions he made. He is not the answer to move on. So as you move on, understand it. I think the part where I think some people who wonder about how the Texans are handling with the race portion of it is, all right, so if that's the precedent with those guys, then how is that not the same with Nick Casario? 
Or how was that not the same with Jack Easterby? Like, how come Nick continues to be able to hold his job when you've set a precedent with these two other fellas that if they're not performing at their job, they got to go? Well, Nick has not performed at his job. I mean, there there is a real strong argument. You say he's performed worse at his job than those two have. I think that is the thing that gets a lot of people who have questions about what they're doing and they add the race element because that is that is – just speaking to you, that is alarms of we have two different set of rules here. And I'm not saying the Texans do, but I think that is what is in the mindset of a lot of people here. So I'm not calling them racist, and I don't even know if a lot of people are calling them racist. There are some. I'm not going to lie. There are yeah, some yeah, who are. Yeah. But, I, but that that is the deal of, whoa, you set this precedent with David Culley and with, and with Lovey Smith. How does that precedent over then jump Nick Casario. And Jack, like, so I, I think that is that is the thought, and that is something I think they've got to to, to maybe address with some of the, the other people. But I think that's a mindset where a lot of people are coming from on that comment. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, in, in a business with as many employees as they have, it's, it's I mean, it, there's always going to be questions. And when, when one guy or, or multiple guys appear to get pass after pass after pass, and then, and then two minority coaches are fired, and the explanation is, well, we felt like we needed to move on, and 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 we we needed to we weren't in a in a good spot. We That's going to gonna sound alarms. Yeah, the, the the everything that follows up with, well, we thank them for everything they did. That I mean, that's all that's all just again word salad. Um, look, I, I understand where there's a fairness there. I think all business is is that way. Um, you know, I I, I think I think they've la- to me, I think they've a big part of of them navigating the bridge the gap portion of their rebuild. Um, they failed miserably hiring and firing two coaches, period. Um, and I think they've failed miserably in terms of just the awareness of how things look from the outside in. And you got to take those things into consideration when you're making decisions. Um, it, it's the world we live in today. Uh, and when you don't, and when you got when you follow it up with that stick your head in the sand type of mentality, then others are gonna others are gonna uh, are gonna create the narrative around your your business around your organization around your team, and so I don't think I, I've been around them all. I agree with Hannah. By the way, I don't think there's I don't I don't think in any way, shape, or form they operate in a in any uh, any on any level of of of, of racism. But I understand. I, I completely understand how some some feel unfair or some feel some kind of way about what's gone down over the last two years. Yeah, I mean, that's I've had conversations, many conversations, like how how do they get fired and he doesn't. Sure. Like, you know, with those things. Real quick here on the trailer wheel and frame text line, something we talked about earlier here, Clint, as somebody had a question. They said earlier, you said, Clint, you mentioned that Houston has, uh, that, that the thought is Houston was the best job of those NFL teams looking for a new head coach. All the vacancies that Houston is the best. Um, this t- this texter said, I want to believe that, but Clint, can you spend a moment explaining why you think that? Because he is hoping for Sean Payton, and if the Texans are the best job, could you explain why you why you feel that? Yeah, look, I don't I don't care who the candidate is. Doesn't matter who you like. If we're just talking about the situation in Houston, and you're talking about the the football team, right? When I take this thing over as as a head coach, I, I I'm going to assure that Nick Casario understands that I'm picking the damn quarterback. Number one. Um, 
I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be able to, for the most part, there's a lot of voids in talent on both sides of the football. So I'm going to be able to, to, to pick my chess pieces, if you will, to move forward with the majority of the important ones. Um, I'm starting with a, a young quarterback and, and one of the best left tackles in the game and a really good right tackle. So there's a couple of good answers. You got a good running back. So all, all some of the key positions are filled. Um, but, but I'm picking my quarterback. That's, that's the, the biggest thing. Um, I'm pick I'm picking my scheme on both sides of the football. Whatever I want, whoever I believe in, I'm bringing those particular guys in. Um, the 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 off the field stuff. Um, oh, but on the defense side of the football, you've got a number three overall drafted corner. You got that. That's that's not quite having your quarterback, but it's as important as anything else. I think. Um, I I think what really turns me on. I've said it multiple times. Is there there's no signs on the wall. Right. There's no there's no culture that's been driven into these guys over the last two years. You've had so much turnover. Nothing Cully said, nothing Lovey said is going to is going to be difficult to uh, uh, change their way of thinking or 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 change the the culture, the foundation. I think this is as as clean a slate as any coach is going to take over. You take that you take an Arizona job. You, guess what? There's another report out there today about players not liking Kyler Murray. Guess what? You're 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 250 million or whatever the hell it is committed to pot committed to Kyler Murray. You got to figure out a way to make that work, right? By the way, they want to trade DeAndre Hopkins, get him up out of there. We we got AJ Green. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Hollywood Brown, still there. Yeah, couple Hollywood. of those guys. Um, I mean, you, there's some major question marks in Arizona that you just have to learn to live with. You can't overcome them, right? Same thing in Denver. What are you going to do if Russell Wilson is clearly if that locker room is really fractured and Russell Wilson is done? You got two fifty pot committed to him, um, Carolina. I like I, I like Carolina. That's that's the job that I think is very similar. But you need the quarterback. You don't have you don't have a a, a a number one overall. You got a nine. You don't have a one or two overall. And I and I will say that Matt Rule probably oh, those are all his guys. Those are he he did his damnedest to to implement some things there culture wise. It's not as clean a slate as Texas. As the Texans, yep. I, the only question is: Is Nick Casario's got to take got to take a side? He's got to take a side seat, not a back seat, but he's got to take a side seat to whoever comes in. <laughs> you ride shotgun, in you ride shotgun, homie. All right, all right. Coming up, uh, we're gonna give you the latest a little five o'clock fire on the coaching search. Two interviews happening: one happening today, and one coming up this weekend. We'll give you the latest on that coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.